What's up, everybody, and welcome to episode 118 of the Stand Up Guys podcast. I'm your host, the incomparable Zach Jones, joined as always by my brother from the same mother, Lester Jones. What's up, everybody? And of course, we got the Ninth Wonder, Chocolate Thunder, the Prince of Principles, the Earl of Ethics. He never steals, he never curses, he only fingers prison purses, the phenomenal A.J. Singh. You know, I haven't stolen for a long time. <laughs> Wait, so did you, when you were like younger, did you like shoplifting? Oh, when I was a teenager, I uh, it was for the thrill. You know, really? You do it for the thrill, yeah. What, what do you think's like the, was it always like small stuff like gum and shit? Or did you ever? No, the small stuff. Like, it was never anything I even wanted. It was just like, you know, oh, I wonder if I could get away with it. You know, like now as an adult, you realize that. You're hurting people's business and this and that. But as a kid, you know, you're like, oh, this will be fun. And I, I actually, one time at night, I even uh, pushed over a porta potty when I was like a 14, 15 year old. <laughs> Me and my friend, we, we got drunk uh, when my parents fell asleep. Wait, when you were 14, you were getting drunk? Yeah, I, I broke shit. into my parents' liquor cabinet and uh, got a little drunk with my friend. Uh, and we went out. It was like probably 10 or 11. And uh, we went out and pushed a porta potty over at a work site. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think's like the most daring thing you ever stole? Uh, I don't think I can talk about it on here. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever get caught? Oh, yeah, I've, I've been caught. I'm a terrible criminal. <laughs> I don't have the mindset for that sort of thing. Like, you got to be a sociopath to be a criminal. I mean, what did your parents think the first time you got caught shoplifting? You know, they, they knew what it was. Like, they knew it was just a dumbass getting a, trying to get attention and, like, you know, trying to just do stuff, like, that was out of the norm for a thrill or something. So, I mean, they talked to me and they, they told me and everything. And, I mean... I pretty much uh, stopped shoplifting after that. Like, I, I learned, you know, I don't want to get in trouble with them more than anybody. <laughs> <laughs> so you never had that thing where you stole something and then you were like, oh, I feel so guilty. I got to, like, go tell on myself. I never stole anything big. That's the thing. Like Just, like, was, small shit. Yeah, it was just, like, pencils or something or, like, uh, a little journal with, you know, papers. Nothing, like, major or anything. So I never felt like, you know, oh, that, that was a horrible thing I did. I, I definitely felt like wrong is wrong. You know, like, there's kind of, like, a black and white there, you know? Like, stealing is stealing. So, like, obviously, like, I feel, like, kind of a bad person right. having done that, you know? But, uh, yeah, you just, you just don't do it again, you know? <laughs> well, I, I've stolen, like, a million pens, but I never, like... <laughs> you mean just from, like, work and like shit? Like a bank or something, right? <laughs> like, I've always got, just got pockets full of pens. <laughs> <laughs> White collar criminal. He stole millions in pens. <laughs> Imagine <laughs> the pen bandit is on the loose. <laughs> this is a 1978 Chase Bank pen. You won't get another one like this. <laughs> got the little ball still yeah. attached to it. Oh yeah, the fucking the chain. chain. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be funny. You have a bunch of pens with broken chains. <laughs> I've stolen so many of these. I can't stop. Yeah. <laughs> They think this is going to make it difficult for me. <laughs> I listened to a podcast, and the guy said, like, 
his dad likes to collect menus from restaurants, so he'll just like steal the menus. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I guess that is stealing because they have those plastic ones that you right. keep in the menu. Okay. Right. Some people like steal silverware and salt and pepper and. I've seen that. Yeah. yeah. I've seen people steal like these fun little cute dishes at restaurants that you can't really find anywhere else. They'll like keep that, you know. <laughs> oh, I fought the front at a restaurant. Yeah. Got myself a new coffee cup. <laughs> I see it a lot on TikTok. Like, <laughs> people steal a lot, man. <laughs> Especially from hotels and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Um. Well, did you guys do do anything interesting this week? I sure as fuck didn't. I uh, still watched more of the uh, Midnight Club fun show. First season's done. Uh, I don't want to give anything away, but it, it you have to get used to the melancholy kind of like sad uh, tone of the show. You know, like a lot of bad shit happens in it. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's not too like fast paced actually. Like it doesn't feel like a lot has happened in the first season, but they do fill it out with like of course like their midnight ghost stories. So a lot of that is being filled out with those, and which are interesting. It's kind of like. Uh, like some of those stories like pick up where they left off some of them like anthologies so it's a fun little show in that way that you have a variety of different things to watch you know nothing the same always what's the worst ghost you could be haunted by probably some like old guy with dementia (laughs) (laughs) he doesn't know he's dead (laughs) wake up wake up we're late (laughs) (laughs) well you know how in the first like ghostbusters dan Aykroyd gets a blowjob from a ghost oh yeah the ghosty Uh What if it? What if there was like a gay ghost that just like wouldn't leave you alone? <laughs> just randomly blows you in your sleep every day. <laughs> like no, no gay ghost. Nutbusters. I used to work with somebody like that. <laughs> Wait, what? That wouldn't stop blowing you. <laughs> wouldn't stop trying to. Uh, oops. And I was like sixteen at McDonald's. <laughs> Nuts, man. <laughs> it wasn't like a seventy-five-year-old manager or something. No, it was a tiny little chilean guy (laughs) but but definitely definitely putting it out there oh yeah (laughs) you didn't want to walk into the freezer with him behind you he was he was putting it out there and putting it in there (laughs) he was trying to i don't think he was putting it in anything though i think he was the catcher (laughs) (laughs) i just saw today that um westworld is canceled no. Which is kind of a bummer because, like, I haven't watched season four yet, but now, like, not knowing if it, like, even, like, how it ends, I'm not sure I want to. Because, like, I, I don't... kind of mad by season three. Season three, well, I love I love season one, and then season two I thought was kind of a slog to get through. And then season three I like better than two, but still not as much as one. So, like... I wanted to see the world with all them fucking samurais. Oh, Samurai Land? Yeah. Oh, shit. There was a Samurai Land? Well, like, in the first one, they're going through, like, these levels of this complex, and, like, oh. like one level has all the Western stuff, and they go to this other one, it's just a bunch of, like, Samurais hanging around, and I'm like, oh, I want to see these fucking Samurais. I mean, they might have had that in season four. I haven't watched it yet, but, like, it is disappointing when a show gets, like, canceled before it can, like, wrap up the way they want it to, you know? I don't remember exactly where... So, season one, I remember, like, at the end, like, they had just started leaving the facility. Like, they... Or was it season two? Like, where they just left the uh, compound, and they had broken into the real world? It's been a long time since I watched it, but... um, I don't don't think they get to the real world until season 
three, right? I think it's oh. the end of season two where she kills like the creator, Anthony Hopkins. Oh, okay. Then I've seen the first two seasons. Well, Anthony Hopkins dies in the first season. Okay. But she doesn't like... Oh, that's right. She's like operating in the world still in the second season. Right. I don't think she makes it outside until like the end of season two. And then she, season three starts with her like in the real world. Okay. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. Yeah, so I watched two of the seasons. I mean, I felt like it lost a lot in season two. Oh, it definitely did. Like, season one was great. And then I remember season two, like, like season one was one of those things I binged watch and just, like, kept going because it was so good. And then season two, I remember, like, taking a break for a while and then eventually coming back to it because it was, like, really slow. Mm-hmm. I think it might have even been, like, one of those things where it was, like, told out of sequence to a certain extent. And yeah, it just, I don't know. It wasn't as good. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh, I was going to ask you. So you watched some, like, Swedish film or something the other day? Oh yeah, uh, what, what? The Innocence, I think, something like that. But it's about like these kids that um, kind of get superpowers, and it's like one of them's obviously like a complete psycho. But uh, yeah, it wasn't bad. It was a it foreign was film, right? Yeah, it's Swedish. Like, did you hear about it somewhere? Like, what made you want to watch it? Yeah, I saw a rating at some point. I was looking. I, I think I googled just like good horror films and like that w- that one came up in the last year and there were a couple others like i know uh roman watched the barbarian one was supposed to be good i've heard a lot of people talking about that one there's online. one called x that's supposed to be good yeah i've heard of that one too. i've heard of barbarian x and pearl they were supposed to be like three really hyped up movies they're like too. related or something well i think, I think x so. and pearl are i think barbarian okay. separate okay oh yeah well i think pearl is a prequel to x and then like they already announced like another movie in that franchise so they're like pumping those out i don't even know what the premise of those are well i know one is like the barbarian one is something like she goes to like uh airbnb or something and there's like somebody else there yeah and apparently has like some sort of twist in it and the x one is like there's like a i think it's like slasher right there's like a group of kids who go to shoot a porno out in the country and then like these like i don't know if they're like religious nuts or something but like the family finds out and mm-hmm. drama ensues oh i think i think as a couple of old people get really jealous oh is it jealousy like, yeah so they're like staying in like i think they nobody couples, wants to fuck the old people it's, it's exactly that <laughs> they're old and lonely and they're like all these young people get to have sex and look good and all this stuff and they just like Start killing them. <laughs> Slashers never like people fucking, do they? Nah, man. <laughs> some like, yeah, some hardcore Christians are out there making bloody slasher movies. I wish that was like, you find out that's the motivation for like all the other ones, like Jason and, and uh, Michael Myers. That's what I always They're just like... Nobody will fuck us, yeah. (laughs) Like, everybody else is fucking, and I'm tired of it. Who's who's gonna fuck me with all these burns? Nobody. (laughs) This dude's getting laid, and I can't get any? Oh, no. (laughs) If I can't can't get fucked, nobody's getting fucked. (laughs) They always cut out the scene before Michael Myers kills the woman, where he's like, hey, uh, any chance? (laughs) (laughs) No? Okay. (laughs) Man, I wish I had something to contribute. Really, I think the only new thing I watched this week was Andor. Yeah, I'll probably watch it eventually. I uh, I, I tied into like the newest season of Big Mouth, and I, I kind of felt like they lost some steam. Like it's, I don't know, I just wasn't getting the laughs anymore. Just not as funny. 
Yeah, I fell behind behind on that show. Like, I think I barely started season five. Like, maybe eventually I'll go back. But yeah, the first season was I thought hilarious. You know, like it, it shocked me, and I I like Maury and all. It was that. definitely shocking. Yeah, like there was it was uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was unsure of where this is, is this even okay to watch. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but now it's just kind of like uh, I don't know. It's nothing new anymore. Yeah, now we know the world, and we're like, okay, yeah. And it's just not hitting. What What is it about, like, successful, like, animated comedies that they can just fucking go on forever? Like, Simpsons, Family Guy. Um, there's so many of them that just, like... I mean, it's... Keep going and going and like going. Like, The Simpsons is so relatable, and it's a family. And so, I don't know. It well, just had so much. But it also they also, like, built up a huge cast over time. And I think that added a lot of variety. Even, like, King of the Hill went forever, and... They stopped, and now I think they're going to bring that back or something. Yeah, more King of the Hill. I think I think everybody can watch those kinds of shows. Like if you're an adult, you can watch it. You know, you can like, yeah kick it to that. And if you're a kid, you know, it's it's pleasing to the eye to watch like it, animated shows. Yeah, it's okay for you to watch. Yeah, and so like their their base is always growing because kids are always turning like ten or twelve, or whatever. And then like adults are, you know, maybe they'll go back and watch it still. So I think. They just tend to have more. They just, yeah, they have a, tend to have a lot of longevity. Because, yeah. I mean, like, if somebody threw on The Simpsons today, like, I wouldn't care. I'd be like, oh, no, right. I don't care. I rewatched some of the, like, maybe a couple years in, forward, until it starts to get bad. <laughs> yeah, I think if I ever revisited The Simpsons, I'd, I'd want to go back to the, kind of those golden years. Yeah, there was definitely some really good time. Some good time span in there. Yeah, like the 90s, it was pretty strong. Yeah. Man, I think a lot of my childhood memories are tied to The Simpsons. Right. Every Sunday, boom. <laughs> Is that when the new ones are on? Yeah, it was, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah they had they like play this... the reruns during the week. And... That's right, that's right. It's like right after Married with Children. <laughs> or before, I don't know. Married with Children, there was a show too. <laughs> yeah. You couldn't make that show today, but man. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, you've got, it's always sunny where everybody's an asshole. <laughs> It's true. You know, you have to commit, I think. People do talk about like those, oh, you couldn't make that today. And I'm like, I don't know if I totally buy that, but I I, I don't you, know if I buy that a show like that wouldn't be success, successful. It's just like the people that are in charge of green lights wouldn't green light it. Yeah, I mean, there are gatekeepers. Well, they even talk about like, you know, that show All in the Family with Archie Bunker where they're like, oh, they would, you know, a show like that could never exist today. And I'm I'm kind of thinking like, you probably could make a successful show with like kind of a racist like character like that, but like who's gonna green light it? That's in a power position. How would you like to be yeah. like a, a player <laughs> who auditions for racist? <laughs> I mean, there's still roles, racist roles yeah. around, but I, I mean, Edward Norton Roy does a good one, I guess. <laughs> right, right, yeah, that's really good actually. <laughs> I uh, I saw the SNL skit that was actually funny. But um, it was this guy. He was back going, in the nineties. Yeah, I guess right. Like this guy was going off on this uh, black guy in the, like this um, acting scenario, and the the people who are doing the interviewing, like who are going to hire the people, he's like, they're like, um, how did you know the line so blah blah? He's like, what lines? What was going? On? He's just one of the grips like on the set. <laughs> he's just being really racist. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I haven't watched SNL in a while. I wonder if maybe I should dip in and see what they're up to. I don't think so. No. <laughs> I, heard, I heard 
I haven't seen it, but I think they're doing like TikTok jokes and like Twitter jokes, stuff like social media stuff. I heard like the cast is like insanely big now and like like famous? No, just like a number of people. Oh, okay. Yeah. To, where, to to the point where like it's probably hard for a lot of them to get airtime, you know, cuz oh. there's so many people. They actually have to write something. I guess, I don't Decent. know. I don't know. I feel like Keenan Thompson's the only funny one on that show, man. He, man, he's been there forever. Yeah. He might be he's, the he's longest running person. He's in a lot of skits, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he seems to just keep going. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't watched in a couple years, but it seems like a lot of the people that were there have, like, you know, gone on to other things, so. Well, that's the thing. You spend some time there, then you can, like, maybe do a movie or something. Yeah, it's it's been a launching pad for a lot of people's careers. Usually they leave and they, like, they get a little bump and it... They get a couple and then they're like gone forever. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you're only allowed to do shit now. Uh, you know, speaking of like uh, SNL and like things people wouldn't do now, like I've been still as kind of a background show with David Spade. I've been watching that um, mm-hmm. Just Shoot Me. Oh, yeah. I was telling him like, like I wouldn't say it's homophobic, but they definitely make gay jokes in that show that th- they would never make in a show today. <laughs> and it's just kind of weird, like, watching a show, I guess. And that's what, like, late 90s, early 2000s, I guess. Yeah. And it's like 20 years later, like, they would not make the jo- some of the jokes they're making in that show. It's I, so, yeah. I watched some of the Norm show, and he would still do those jokes. <laughs> <laughs> what year was that? <laughs> he was doing it right before he died. Perfect. Yeah. Man, d- did you ever watch, um, I want to say late 90s, like maybe 1999, Norm actually had a sitcom. I think it was called The Norm Show. I do remember that. It sucks because it was canceled, but that show was fucking hilarious. I remember I loved that show. And it only lasted like one season or whatever, and it was gone. I was like, fuck. I, I feel like Norm MacDonald, like, and Dirty Work is like my favorite comedy. I, I feel like people just like, I don't know, didn't appreciate him the way they should have. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's got a big base. Yeah. But why wasn't he more successful in like his acting stuff? I'm not well, even he saying was he, funny, but he wasn't a well, good actor. That's, <laughs> that's the thing, though. I won't say he's like a, a great actor, but he was so funny, it didn't matter. Yeah, he was funny. To me, it was just a shame that he didn't do more movies and TV because everything I've seen him in pretty much was like fucking hilarious. Mm. Even like his bit in like uh, Billy Madison, like any time he was on screen, he was funny. October. <laughs> <laughs> I did watch his um, show on Netflix where he just like interviewed people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was funny. He was just a fucking hilarious guy. Norm. You know what I don't watch a lot is just like stand-up specials. Pretty yeah, rare. Not anymore. Yeah, I mean, when I was a kid and there wasn't as nearly as much to watch, like I would watch, you know, whatever ones they had on Comedy Central, you know, but... Gallagher. Gallagher. <laughs> Man, as kids we did watch a lot of Gallagher. I think Dad would actually rent Gallagher. Yeah, he did. I mean, that's a thing is like... Our parents love Gallagher, so like it was, a, it was like one of those things like we could watch safely. Yeah, I guess it's the funniest thing around. It is weird that his career just like vanished. It's weird that he had a career, man. <laughs> <laughs> like, didn't he like just destroy fruit on stage? Well, that was part of his part bit. Of I mean, he did do like normal Joke. jokes too. And it's, I mean, I was only a kid when I watched him, but we laughed a lot. But it's like if I watched it today, I don't know if I'd find his. Seems like there's a fair amount of like prop comedy. 
Yeah, I remember he had like a giant couch on one of them, and like yeah. just different random shit. Yeah, yeah. I don't Carrot Top too. I don't know how he became so successful. Like I've seen his bit and or some of his work anyway. It's not good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've seen enough of it, like on late night shows and stuff, to be like, it's not for me. Yeah, <laughs> like I'm sure he's a nice guy, but yeah, it's not really for me. <laughs> I mean, like you can't really laugh at his stuff for like more than. A split second like for that moment where it's like oh i get the play on words or whatever right right it's like a a prop and a pun and then he goes yeah. to the next one which i mean like is he coming up with new shit all the time or is he like <laughs> or does he just have like his you know cart full of shit and he's just <laughs> he's like i gotta make a joke out of this <laughs> for the last like 20 30 years he's just been doing the same prop yeah. shit. i don't know he's like imagining a toy that's going to be made in the future <laughs> isn't he one of those guys that just has like a residence in las vegas and like he might i, don't I think know. so i think he is yeah. i bet he makes a shitload of money oh yeah anyone with a residence is making a shitload of money down mm-hmm. there if I was a successful comedian, like, I hate traveling so much that I think I would just prefer to have a residence like that. Well, I think most of them have to move around because everybody hears your jokes, but if you're in Las Vegas and you have a huge number of tourists, maybe... Uh, That's the thing. I think if you were big enough, you, you'd have to be a big name, but, like, if you were a big name and you took a residence in Las Vegas, you you would get, like, a different crowd every night, you know? Yeah, I could see that. They was, I think they have like a ton of different shows in Vegas too, because like Michael Jackson's dead, but I think recently, he has a laser show. Yeah, he still one. has a show over there. I mean, his laser wasn't uh, canceled after <laughs> after that documentary that came out about him. As long as you can make money off a person, <laughs> yeah, they will live forever. <laughs> just don't just don't put any hologram kids around that. Hologram. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Better as a hologram. I, I I admit I was listening to his music pretty recently. Actually, <laughs> I like yeah, his music it's always on. on yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's to me like it, like if you love something and then you find out the person, the artist is canceled because they did something horrible. Like are, are you all of a sudden supposed to not like right, that thing? Yeah. I can't just not like Billy Jean. That's just a good song. Yeah. <laughs> It's like, am I all of a suppo- sudden like supposed to not like L.A. Confidential because it turns out like Kevin Spacey is a pervert or whatever? You know, it's it's a great movie. But... Yeah, I've never seen that. I don't remember that movie. <laughs> oh, L.A. Confidential is fucking awesome. You should watch it. Yeah. I've been watching. Uh, I haven't watched them all. I've been watching uh, some of Guillermo del Toro's uh, Cabinet of Curiosities on Netflix. Oh yeah. And on average, they've been pretty good. But it's like an anthology. It's like eight eight different shows, about an hour long, and. Uh, I don't know if they're all based on short stories. A lot of them are, I think, because I, I know I've read at least a few of them before. But uh, no, it's been pretty pretty good on the whole. On the whole. <laughs> on the whole. I noticed the latest one you're watching has that guy from Harry Potter. Oh, yeah. Had, we- uh, Weasley. Ru- was it Rupert Grint? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's kind of fun to see him. Did they, about. What are some of the other like guest stars they've had in them? Anybody other famous um, people? Gosh, who was there any of I know there's at least one lady I recognized. I think she's uh is there a show called Hall and Oats with two girls? Yeah. Garfunkel and Oats. Garfunkel yeah. and Oats. Yeah, so the the short the short dark one. Kate Micucci. I think that was her. Oh, yep, that's her name. I forgot about that. <laughs> <Yeah>. Micucci. <laughs> she actually um uh had like a comedy show. Um because she also like plays guitar or whatever. Yeah, she or whatever. called playing with Micucci. 
<laughs> I, I do remember that. Yeah. <laughs> they're actually. You guys ever listen to them? Some of their songs are really funny. Oh yeah, they're hilarious. Yeah. I like them. They haven't done like a special. It doesn't seem like in a long time. I wonder what they're up to. Yeah, I don't know. I remember one of them was in a show called uh, Another Period, and uh, it was like a Comedy Central show. Oh right. I don't think I ever really watched that. But I really liked that show. It was really, oh, really? funny to me. Yeah. But uh, only one of them was in that show, I think. Yeah, Ricky Lindholm. Yeah. Yeah. I also had that guy, uh, gosh, he's in a lot of stuff. I should remember his name. In Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? The uh, the shorter guy. Oh, yeah, I know who you mean. But I he's don't. He's one of those people you recognize but don't remember. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's like a character actor that's been in a ton of stuff. He's usually pretty good, too. But yeah, he was kind of like a, I don't know, cynical, uh, maybe racist. I don't know. <laughs> in that show? In, in the Cabinet of Curiosity. Oh. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, no, I've been enjoying it. I've got, I don't know, a couple left. So I'll finish that out, I think. Does uh, Del Toro do like any sort of like, um, you know, Alfred Hitchcock Presents type of openings or anything? He's doing like the, yeah, he, he's doing like kind of like something like that, like an intro like he brought, I guess he brought everybody together and had different directors do each show and different stuff like that. So I don't know if he picked the stories that were going to be done or exactly what, but it seems like he's kind of the, the the guy, the producer maybe, something like that. Did you notice like are any of the directors like directors of note that we would recognize? Probably, there were, probably were some, but they, they flashed by kind of fast and I don't remember. So they don't make like a big deal about it? Well, he when he, he does an introduction to each show and he does... Say the directors' names. I, I didn't catch anybody I knew, but they, some of them probably have definitely done work you've heard of. I just okay. don't know. Oh, you know, one thing, it's a week or two old news, but I don't think we talked about it, uh, They where they announced that um, uh, DC uh, is going to, the film division is going to be like um, James Gunn and... Uh, I think Peter Safran is his name, some producer. They're going to be like in charge of the DC universe. That sounds familiar. Universe. What do you think about that? Like James Gunn, like like I really liked the Guardians movies, so he like he definitely shows some sensibility there. You know, the Suicide Squad I thought was okay. Like I didn't totally love it, but it was still good. But um, I don't know. At least they're. It seems like they're making some moves anyway. Yeah, they're trying. I mean, I I don't know if he's a big picture kind of guy like Feige, and that's what we're gonna see over time, I guess. But um. I hope what the magic that he can do with like one movie or one show like he did with Peacemaker. He did Peacemaker, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, like if he can carry on that magic and I mean, I like what he does. He's funny, you know. I like his work. But uh I just don't know if he can craft a whole cinematic, you know, universe out of that. I know. Like even if I someone brought that job to me and like, "Okay, you're in control. This is what we've done. Do something with it." Yeah. I'd be like, I mean, I would definitely do a reboot of sorts, but I think at this point you got so many like famous people that people like. I think you'd almost have to do the soft reboot somehow. Make okay, there's a multiverse, so like some of these people you love still play the characters you love, but, but we're starting over. I think that's almost what I'd have to do. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I don't, I don't mind seeing a uh, Momoa and uh, what's his name, Superman Cavill. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they're good. And even Affleck, I didn't mind him as Batman. People gave him a hard time, but I thought he was fine. So I mean, if they bring him back, they're all. I know, I know they're big names and they fit the roles fine. So 
I'd be okay with seeing them again, actually. I, I didn't have a problem with them playing those roles. I just had, had a problem with the storyline itself. Exactly. I, I think we just need, a, like, a fresh continuity reset. Yeah. Now, I mean, doing that, if you go the multiverse route, then you really look at copying Marvel, like, big time. Yeah, but, I mean, in the comics, they both have multiverses. So That's it, true. I don't, I don't think it's necessarily gimmick infringement <laughs> if yeah. they do it. Yeah, you can't have a multiverse that <laughs> only exists in one place. No, you can't. Okay. I can see that. Ours is a megaverse. <laughs> the multiple-verse. <laughs> it's different. <laughs> we say the whole word. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's hard to see it from here because DC's just been such a shit show. But I mean, they could turn it around one day, and just it could be great. You know, they could make two two good movies in a row, and then we'd all be on board right away, right there. <laughs> you who's, know, good? who's gonna reboot the Ninja Turtles? <laughs> Man, yeah, I, Tarantino. <laughs> I, I, don't I mean, it's it would have to be better than what it we've would got. Be amazing. <laughs> there, there are some really good Ninja Turtle stories too out there. Like, I'm sure they there really are. could make something good out of it. Ninja Turtles was like my first obsession before anything, like the cartoon series when I was a kid, man. I, I watched it nonstop. I bought all the action figures. I I even, you know, even those first couple movies, you know, I loved as a kid. Oh, yeah. But, um, uh, yeah, it's just, I didn't even watch, like, um, I I eventually watched that, like, um, I don't think he directed, but that, like, uh, Michael Bay produced one. Mm-hmm. Well, they did uh, two of them. I watched the first one, and yeah, it was just terrible. I, I think I watched part of it. I don't think I watched the whole thing. But yeah, actually, I, I think you told me not nappy. to watch it because it was terrible. And then I, I did it anyway. <laughs> and I was like, he was right. Was Megan Fox in that one? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> it's so disappointing. Yeah, it was <laughs> not good. Another satisfied customer. <laughs> you know, I think they could make a really good live-action Gargoyles movie, but I have no faith that they wouldn't just give it to a Michael Bay-ish type person and yeah. make a shit out of it. Just make those noise and get like a quick $200 million out of it. That's it. That's what they do. They pump out these shitty blockbusters. Michael Bay always has the same sound effects. <laughs> I don't know if I've ever really liked any Michael Bay movie. <laughs> You're like Battleship? <laughs> I mean, the ones people say they like are like the ones that came out when we were younger, like The Rock with Sean Connery. But like, that one does seem like it was okay. I, don't really I bet even if I watched that today, I'd be like, eh. Yeah. Eh. I've never seen it. I was kind of like mediocre on the Transformers. Oh, I never... I I haven't watched a Michael Bay movie in forever, and I don't regret it. <laughs> only thing that... Only I, thing, I heard those are bad, though. Yeah, they are. And just like uh, Pacific Rim, it's just like guys get horny for big, giant monsters and machines fighting each other, you know? That's about it. Other than that, like... Also the story titties. Sucks. Yeah, and titties. <laughs> Otherwise, <laughs> the story sucks. Everything around it sucks. Like, you don't even know why they're out there fighting. <laughs> <laughs> Transformers is one of those properties that I never cared about to even learn the basics of it. Like, I mean, there was like that cart really badly animated cartoon series, like that was maybe on, maybe still on a little bit when when I was a kid. But like, I just never got into Transformers. Yeah, I thought the idea was cool. Like the toys seemed cool to me and everything, but the show itself, I never really got into either. Man, 
some of those cartoons from the 80s were so crudely animated. Like, I remember, like, as a kid, I loved, like, the G.I. Joe toys, but even that G.I. Joe cartoon they had in the 80s, fuck, it looked rough. Man, just living in the 80s, I knew this is not it. Like, I knew in the time period, and I was like, this technology sucks. Like, we, we got a ways to go, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the 80s was just a weird time. Everybody yeah. was coked out. <laughs> What's weird is you like how great some stuff is and then how shitty some of the stuff that follows it is. And you're like, you know, you could have... There's a bar out there you could try to, you know, at least... You don't you don't have to clear it, but you could, you know, make an attempt. You mean as far as like movies and shit go? Yeah. I mean, look at Snow White. Look how beautiful that was. And that was like in the 1940s. It's ridiculous. Yeah, that's when they really put a lot of money into. Well, it, nobody makes there, like two D like drawn yeah. animation anymore. I mean, it's it's about how much money you put put into it. Yeah, but yeah, crazy. Although these days, well, you see a lot of like bad like three D stuff done in cartoons. It's like it doesn't seem like it would take that much more to bump it up a notch. Yeah. I feel like that too. It's like, but that slight difference they make it sound like would cost a fortune, you know, it, just to it might, texture it a little bit better. <laughs> well, the thing is, is like, it seems like you'd have like, like a hair button and be like, oh, give this person hair. <laughs> it's like somebody, you know, wrote this algorithm already. You just have to say, put it in this area. Yeah. Like writing wise, I really like that um, Green Lantern, the animated series that only lasted one season, but like, it definitely has that, like, Pixar on a TV budget look to it, you know, where you're like, man, I wish it did look maybe a little better than it looks, but it's still good. Like, the writing is really good and everything. Yeah, I don't know if there's any cartoons out that I really like right now, which kind of sucks. I always thought, like, well, I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of good comedic ones, but, like, as far as, like, maybe, like, a good, like, either dramatic or action, like, uh, animated series, like, I don't think there's any, is there any good ones around? I don't know. I can't think of it. And I, there's like a shit ton of anime, but I just, I don't know. I could never get into the style of anime, and I don't like the acting in animes. What about the sister fucking? <laughs> what about the CP? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, okay, the octopus. Uh, uh, but, <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. I, I wish there was a lot more choices and. As far as like, uh, you know, non-comedic. Actually, I I was enjoying uh, Primal. Is that my? Oh yeah, the Gendy Tartakovsky. Yeah, yeah. But I think that was meant to be like a mini series. I think it was just like. I think that aren't they coming out with like a third season now? Oh, I thought they just did the one season. No, I think there's there's more. Oh, pretty sure. Oh, that's news to me. Yeah, I didn't realize. I mean, yeah, this is like limited series, like little mini series. I think there's one on a Netflix called Blood of Zeus or something. It was like a fun little. Oh yeah, you were you said something about that before, and I like I, I don't think I gave it a fair chance. I don't think I ever saw like a thumbnail for it. Yeah, it was on like uh, last year. I think they kind of promoted it more, maybe a year and a half ago or so. Isn't it weird to like they have so much stuff that even like the Netflix branded original stuff? Like if you forget about it, it's just it's gone. gone. Yeah. yeah. Well, and it's so tailored to you that there's so much content that you're probably not even going to see. Yeah, I really think they're not doing a very good job in that department. Like, like I know, like, I've gone through my entire Netflix and been like, eh. And, like, I've gone on somebody else's Netflix and been like, oh, yeah, that sounds cool. Mm-hmm. This looks interesting. What? Like, there's just stuff I haven't been seeing. Like, it just gets filtered out. 
my Netflix algorithm's all fucked up anyway because, like, I share my Netflix with my parents. And so, like, for the longest time, they watch stuff on my profile. And, like, even though, like, I made, like, a profile for them, like, <laughs> I notice things that, like, oh, my dad must just hit the button <laughs> because it, there'll be, like, stuff on mine that, like, I definitely didn't <laughs> watch. It was, like, World War II shit. And so, like... I'm always getting like emails from Netflix. It was like, oh, we just added a movie you might like. And I'll look and I'm like, no, <laughs> not even close, Netflix. Hitler goes to Trump. <laughs> Marsh through Poland. <laughs> I would want to relive those times. Those are bad times. <laughs> he loves history type shit, man. Mm. Like for him, it for him it's all like westerns and war movies and shit. And my mom's just like, "Oh, rom coms, really bad rom coms." <laughs> Hallmark Christmas movies, here we come. Her aunt's and Crystal can oh, watch those. Yeah, her sister, man. They just I don't know how anyone can watch Hallmark without just killing themselves. Well, and the thing is, they like Hallmark every year advertises, "Oh, like oh, here's our sixty days of Christmas or whatever." Where like we're gonna play. Uh, Christmas movies nonstop, you know, and they'll watch all sixty days of Christmas, and, and I'm like, the same exact I know that's what I'm saying. You just watch the same movie a million fucking times. <laughs> At some point, you start thinking the world is just that way. <laughs> Seeing everybody act the same way over and over again—that's crazy. Oh man, I would be, I would be definitely fed up with a uh, fifty-nine. <laughs> that's enough. <laughs> Uh, you think guys don't know it? It's just like in the middle of slice, like softcore, like Mario Lopez porn. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty much what it is. <laughs> the guy's long since like fallen asleep or like left the building. Time to turn it up. I know we've talked about this, but I, I feel like whenever there's an actor and you're like, hey, I wonder whatever happened to them, they're probably in the Hallmark Lifetime circuit somewhere making yeah. those movies. It's like, we can get you cheap now. <laughs> Nobody wants you. The stupidest storylines, too. I don't know if it's Hallmark or ABC Family. They're both kind of running in the same ground. Right. Days. But there was this uh, movie with uh, with Mario Lopez. And uh, <laughs> what's her name? Mal- Melissa Joan Hart. Melissa Joan Hart. She had abducted him. She had kidnapped him for the holiday. I've heard about this because... Uh, how did this get made? Talked yeah. about, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't remember what the name was, but you're right. They're like, she like handcuffed him, yeah. handcuffed for the holidays or some bullshit, some shit like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, what kind of premise is that? Straight up, that's a felony. She's going to prison for years. <laughs> you're like, there's going to be some ups and downs, and then they're going to get married at the end. <laughs> Man, they, they got to do some wacky ass, unbelievable premises with these movies just to make them sort of watchable, I guess. 99% of them, the plot is this like a small town girl goes to college in the big city. She gets some job and becomes like a, you know, a city slicker. She has to come back to her home hometown for Christmas. And there's usually like some story about like, oh, the family's going to lose the farm or the local store or whatever. And, and then she like, she she meets up with her like you know ex like small town boyfriend and they have this meet cute because now she's like this city girl and he's this simple country guy and and then inevitably they fall in love and they save Christmas and she discovers rediscovers her love for the country or whatever and they get married and it's like 
I, I'm not even joking. That's 99 percent. <laughs> there must be like a real epidemic in America of like city slicking girls and like country <laughs> fellows like not being able to hook up or something. <laughs> what is going? And on? that's why they have FarmersOnly.com. <laughs> If they have FarmersOnly.com, do you think they have like a urban-only dating site? <laughs> no bumpkins. <laughs> That's pretty much every dating site, really. Yeah. <laughs> like if That's anybody, true. Yeah. We've got enough people to actually have a dating site. You're probably in the city. Probably somebody who owns a farm has more net worth than the uh, average guy in the city. Oh, yeah, for sure. You own that land. you got to at least have like half a million. Something. I don't know. I think it varies. I think some farmers are pretty piss poor, and then some are doing pretty good. Uh, a lot of people, like, I think a lot of people had farmland a long time ago, and they just sold it. And yeah, it gets sold out. Yeah. I want to get one of those farms where the government just pays me not to grow shit. Yeah, I want one of those, too. <laughs> I think you have to have a ton of land for that. But. you got to, like, threaten, like, I'm going to grow shit if you don't pay me. It's going to fuck oh, up the market. The water. <laughs> <laughs> Um, man, we've we've gone like forty five minutes just talking about bullshit. That's because there was no news. This That's true. Like, it's like such gotta, a, it was such a slow news out. week that we we're all like, man, we gotta find shit to talk about. But usually we can't. But we did all right this time. <laughs> <laughs> but do you guys want to do a few stories before we go out? Sure, I got a couple of good ones. All right. Well, well any, got a good one. <laughs> anyone that that's actually listened this far, the premise that we do each week is that we bring a wacky uh, news story from around the globe, and then uh, we see if uh, we can't just make something funny and or entertaining out of it. And as tradition dictates, AJ, we usually start with you. So what do you got for us? All right. This was interesting. Uh, hope you're ready to receive some grim news because every glass of water you knock back has literally been pee 10 times over. Lovely. Yeah, that's no <laughs> <laughs> yep. As you probably already understood, all the water on Earth is the same water that's been around for the last five billion years. So it stands to reason that the water you've been sipping has already made its way through all manners of creatures, including humans in that time. Someone over at economics.com crunched the numbers to determine how many people have drank the same water that you have been using. Uh, oh, that you've been using. This interesting, if not slightly complicated equation, P equals P ratio equals total water peed divided by total water equals total vertebrate biomass ever lived times P rate divided by total water equals average biomass vertebrates times P rate per year times years of vertebrates divided by total water. I'm not expecting anybody to remember that, just saying it. Uh, which, according to the bloke who wrote the piece, means the atoms in your average water molecule have been concentrated urine some 10 times already, and that is a conservative estimate. It's likely that the tap water you drink has been drank at least 10 times by other people. The author also says a more likely scenario would actually equate to water have been pissed around 25 times already. If you, even, if you want even uh, more information, he goes on to explain that the water has been fish pissed some 10 times, mammal piss around twice, and other forms of piss about 13 times. Only a trickle has been monkey piss. Good to know, I guess. Of course, all water coming out of taps in the UK is thoroughly treated and is perfectly safe uh, to and healthy to drink. But I won't lie, this kind of has ruined brews for me a bit. However, if you live in an older house, it might be best to avoid drinking water that comes out of your bathroom tap. According to research done by Scottish Water in partnership with WaterSafe, the safety of the water you drink could depend on the room in which you drink it and even how old your house is. 
Of course, tap water is extremely safe to drink. The first problem with drinking water from the bathroom tap is that in older homes, it will be less fresh than the water in the kitchen, uh, and the water will have been the water will be stored in a tank at a tap uh, at, on the tap on the top of the house. Uh, in a tank on top of the house. Uh, but a bigger danger exists for bathroom tap water guzzlers. In UK properties around 1970, lead was commonly used to make the piping connected to bathroom taps. Over time, this poisonous metal dissolves into the water supply, potentially causing a range of grisly symptoms. But yeah, everything's been piss. Hey, but isn't it kind of cool to be like, oh, like a historical figure might might have drank the same <laughs> water I'm drinking? Well, some of the atoms in there had to come from somebody. Yeah, I mean, everything comes from somewhere, you know? Like, I mean, I might be drinking a bunch of hot chicks piss right now. <laughs> oh, you definitely are. And the ugliest peoples, too. Yeah, we won't think about them, though. <laughs> be like, I'm drinking George Washington's piss. But, I mean, how much of it is actually even human piss? Like, it's probably a shit ton of animal piss, so. It's just like a big jumbo. All the piss you could ever. And we're want. just thinking about piss, but there's there's liquid and poop too, so we're probably drinking that too. <laughs> <laughs> poop juice. Yep. Bear grill stuff. Bear grill stuff. <laughs> <laughs> it's been filtered. It's good. <laughs> Bear grill style. <laughs> it's been filtered through elephant <laughs> poop through a jacket or something. <laughs> Speaking about the lead in the water, you don't really hear about Flint, Michigan anymore, but I assume they're still having like the same problems. Yeah, I'm sure. Oh yeah. It's awful, man. Like I, I saw some I saw some recent like refresher about it and like they knew about the problems way in advance. Like and how serious the problems were. It's it's insane like how much they got away with like not doing any work to help those people over there. It's nuts. That's what's crazy about the news cycle is there's like so many terrible stories that eventually they just move on and you forget. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh yeah, that terrible thing. Oh yeah, that fucking terrible war that's going on. <laughs> you know? And it's wild because like that never got fixed. You mean we talked about it the whole time and we, we didn't do anything about it? <laughs> That's the thing. It's like, yeah, we made such a fuss about it and you're telling us nothing happened? <laughs> How did we stand so firmly against doing anything? <laughs> I did uh, do my civic duty the other day and, and, and voted. But man, the amount of political ads you get in the mail is so crazy like i checked the mailbox the other day and he, he and i just like went through it and like threw away like i don't even know how many political ads were in there it was insane like they just like the billions of money that they're pumping into people's campaigns to be able to produce that much junk mail it's just oh my god Maybe we should uh, be campaign managers. <laughs> you want to run the campaigns. You don't want to like actually be in the time. Uh, no. <laughs> you want to run the finances. That's yeah. what you want to do. Be like, I'm the f- finest shit slinger around. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, saw, just I saw a graph the other day that like was like showed like you know how much money's been pumped into campaigns since the that Citizens United like Supreme Court Super decision, Pops, yeah. and it just it goes up and up and up. To where it's like, you know, billions of dollars or whatever. It's crazy. When did that get passed? Like 10 years ago or something? Something like that, yeah. Yeah, it changed everything. Like overnight, politics is just... Yeah, it's crazy. Like, that's the thing is like, there's no ever changing it because like from now into eternity, like our politicians are going to be bought off by corporations. So it's like, I don't know if you can ever really, uh, you know... 
hope for <laughs> any massive change. Yeah, I, that's one of those things. Like it seems like there's no there's a point of no return now. Like how how do we get back to where things like we always talk about how the founding fathers wanted there to be like a certain system, but we've perverted it in a lot of ways to like where it's not ever going to be like what they set out for it to be. So what are we trying to do with it? I don't know. I know. I think if the basis of your constitution doesn't have like irrevocable, like anti, um, you know, corporate fund funds for like, uh, candidates, like you're fucked because corruption is just inevitable. Yeah. seems like at some point it'll happen to every country if they go down this path. Yeah. Yeah, like, it really has to be built into your foundation, like, very strict, irrevocable laws against it. Yeah, like, you got to be future-proof. Like, a thousand years from now, somebody can't just be like, but what if companies needed a little bit? Right, right. (laughs) Yeah, it sucks, but, like, like really the only interesting things when you're voting is, like, on the, the, the ballot initiatives, you know? Like, that's really the only thing where in, interesting change, I think, can happen. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny, like, one of the ballot initiatives in uh, uh, on the Oregon ballot this year was, um, it, it was one of those things that doesn't really even change anything. It's just, like, there's some old w- wording in, like, the state constitution or whatever that says you can be punished uh for your crimes by slavery <laughs> and so they're like do you want to vote to take the this wording out you know and so i was like i guess i will because otherwise like ironically like i'm gonna be like uh you know convicted of a crime i didn't convict or commit and they're gonna be like your sentence slavery <laughs> just, just don't call it that please. <laughs> yes <laughs> <laughs> So what is what is like uh, forced servitude? <laughs> They're like, fine, we won't call it that. We will whip you. Though. We will force you to work for free. <laughs> I was talking to a contractor the other day, and like um, he had to do some plumbing in a, a prison, and he said, "Well, so like he's got kind of long hair, or whatever." Oh no! And uh, he goes in there, and he's like, "Some dude's like, hey." You got long hair. Are you Brazilian? You should get a Brazilian wax. And and he's he's just like, this is the worst trash talk I've ever heard. (laughs) They're just full of testosterone and cum at this point. They don't know what they're saying. (laughs) Shut up. Suck my dick. (laughs) I thought you were just going to say like he got like his hair in the toilet and got it shitty or something. Uh, I thought they were going to be hitting on him. Like they didn't know he was a man. Oh, I was like, oh yeah, you get long hair. That's that's chick enough for us. Yeah. He also said like he was talking one of the guards he's like yeah it's pretty good we have like a response time of three minutes if anything happens and then he's like well i guess i just have to survive when you're in a cell with like 20 people <laughs> <laughs> just three minutes of rape i can do this <laughs> that's like six of these dudes <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> I don't know I, I think I'd want some security to go in with me yeah. <laughs> I don't care how much of a bitch that makes me look like <laughs> I'm sure there was some around It sounded like he must have been like in the general area or something Okay So there were people around But but yeah Crazy. 
Well, do you got a story for us this week? Uh, you want to talk about Andre the Giant? Sure. <laughs> so apparently, like he, he has these legendary farts. You've probably heard some of these. I I know he could drink an, a legendary amount of beer. I don't know about the farts. I bet. <laughs> well, apparently, there's one on Princess Bride where he farted for like 20 seconds or something, <laughs> and they just like shut down, and the the director's like, "Are you okay?" And he's like, "Yeah, I am now." <laughs> 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 that is a risky fart. Twenty <laughs> seconds, like something might come out. In 20 well, like seconds. I've heard people talk about it. Like he lets these huge long farts, and they're like these deep, like reverberating, like things. That, but uh, there's another fart one where they said like he. Um, I don't remember what wrestler was saying this, but they they were in Japan and they got in this elevator after this plane ride, and like he didn't like being like surrounded by people, and like apparently you know Japan's like they just fill it up in there or whatever, and so, <laughs> and so. Andre like leans over to this other wrestler. He's like, "Watch this," <laughs> and he just cussed like this thirty second fart. <laughs> <laughs> and, and like there was like a, one dude apparently like right behind, <laughs> and, and you know he's seven feet tall, so his ass just like got to be like right on the dude. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, oh." What was it? Another one was like they're on a plane ride, and like he he went in, took a shit, and people were like. Gagging and puking and crying. <laughs> I was like, that's, that's the kind of shit you want to take. Why is it so much worse coming out of him? Just because he's big? I guess you just got like so much like fermentation going on in there. I but I mean, he was like, he weighed as much as like three people. So. Man, I bet he could drop some logs when he took a shit. And he said he was so big, like he couldn't use a toilet and he would take shits in a bathtub. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> there's stories about this guy man but what airplane bathroom could accommodate him you'd could. think it'd be everything he could do to get in there he probably filled that sucker up <laughs> he literally like just opened the door stuck his ass in the door and went it's like it's like one of those cartoons where like they stuff somebody in a box and like they're just like a square shape in there. <laughs> man I would not have used that bathroom ever <laughs> People yeah, were like, open the window. The <laughs> <laughs> Trying to open up the door on the plane. <laughs> the pilot just opens the door and shows <laughs> See you later, folks. <laughs> that old gang. <laughs> on your left, you'll notice the grant. <laughs> <laughs> See you, folks. <laughs> Man, yeah, I remember, like, I think we talked about this on the podcast before, but, like, there was a flight, like, a, like several years ago that they actually had emergency landed because a guy took a shit so foul. Oh, I do remember <laughs> that <laughs> story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, that's, that's a, a shit. shit. yeah. That's, that's a little bragging rights type of shit. Like, I made a plane <laughs> have to land. I mean, he must have not gotten it all in the toilet then, right? Because, like, how else is it? I think he did. I think it just, like, smelled, like, Jeez. so bad. Like that's a bruiser. I mean, that's incredible. Yeah. <laughs> Man, somebody came in our building and like they pissed all over in the bathroom and like I don't know, I doubt they got anything in the urinal, but it had such a weird, powerful stink to it. Like the janitorial, he mopped it like three times and he's like, Oh fuck, it's not coming out. And they had to get like one of those like spinning brushes <laughs> with a motor and then they like like shut the bathroom down and like they had to go in there and just Fucking go the whole 
This was How does piss? piss smell like that? What? I don't know if it's a diet or if it's a medical condition, but it was weird and it was bad. What would you say it smelled like? I don't have anything to compare it to. Like not normal piss. It though. didn't smell like piss. Yeah, what could this be? It was ranker than piss. It was way rank. I don't know what the fuck was going on. It was bad. Man, I haven't ate cereal in forever, but do you guys know that cereal that's like um sweetened like wheat puffs or whatever? Oh, yeah, yeah. If you eat enough of those, your piss will smell like that. <laughs> like, I've I've had mine smell like a certain things. Like I've had like if I drink like a bunch of vanilla coffee or something, I've had vanilla. But man, eating bacon, like I'll eat a pack of bacon and I have weird, nasty smelling piss. But not like that, guys. You ever um uh have your shit like have a Weird smell from something you consumed. I've had like grape soda smelling. Uh, that's what I was gonna say. I, I one time I drank like a bunch of grape juice and like I had this like <laughs> kind of grape scented shit. I feel like I've also smelled like certain types of meat where I was like, yeah, that smells a little like oh, like taco meat. Maybe something. Yeah. yeah. I, I when I take too much uh, cannabis, like I end up smelling it in when I use the restroom. Like, oh, really? I'll be like, holy shit, this is concentrated very, very strongly. <laughs> like, maybe I have been taking too much. Yeah. <laughs> You've been eating it? <laughs> well, yeah, these are concentrates. These are Oh, like, you, you've little, been drinking the yeah, little, little shots. Yeah. You just got like a bag of weed. <laughs> it's like it didn't even get digested. It's like, man, it came out the same. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I guess, to be fair, I'll do ones. We are actually just over the hour point, but I'll do a story just just because. Gosh, it's almost 7. Oh, 6.40. Oh, I think I got a story here somewhere. Well, we are a little past Halloween, but I found this article that uh, has a, a few like kind of creepy things in it. So these are seven horrifying things found inside living, or found living inside <coughs> people. Uh Wherever you go, you're never alone. There are countless creatures living inside your body from bacteria to uh, facial mites. The thing is, though, they're all more or less supposed to be there. Even most of the common harmful parasites are merciful in that sense that we know uh, where they'll go and what they'll do. But then there are other living things, living things that occasionally find their way into the human body and continue to live. Here are seven things that we found alive inside people uh, who are also alive, much to their horror. Uh, number one, the growing guava. In 2011, a Taiwanese man went to see a dentist due to a horrendous toothache. By his own admission, he wasn't very fastidious about brushing his teeth, so he figured he had a bad cavity. But it was much more than that. The man's tooth had such a massive cavity that uh, a guava seed had managed to lodge itself inside the tooth. Not only that, the decaying rotten tooth was apparently fertile ground for the seed. It had sprouted and started growing in the man's tooth. The dentist pulled the unsalvageable tooth, but then rather unprofessionally, he called his entire practice to come and gawk at the bizarre thing. The man, embarrassed, left the clinic in a hurry. It is crazy that a seed can like grow inside of a person. You yeah. wouldn't think it would get everything it needs to do that. Yeah. I heard one story where someone had accidentally inhaled like a like a tree nut, and or it something? like in their lungs, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the tree was growing in their lungs. Uh, yeah, that's crazy. I I heard that story too. Did they had to get surgery uh, and get it out. Uh, yeah, I think that he had it removed somehow. Did he grow the tree somewhere? <laughs> <laughs> I would try. <laughs> he tried to keep it. Yeah, that tree grew out of my lungs. <laughs> <laughs> it is a story yeah. for sure. <laughs> Uh, number two, the souvenir in the knee. 
In 2013, then four-year-old Paul Franklin was enjoying a uh, beach with his family when he fell and scraped his knee. His mother slapped a Band-Aid on the scratch, and the boy went on playing. But a few weeks later, a strange bump grew on Paul's knee. Doctors prescribed the boy antibiotics and told his parents not to mess with the bump. Against the doctor's wishes, though, Paul's mom inspected the wound and saw a black thing inside. Thinking it was just a rock, she decided to squeeze it out. It came out, but it wasn't a rock. It was a still-living carnivorous sea snail that had survived by feasting on Paul's knee. Paul was absolutely horrified. No, just kidding. He kept the snail as a pet and named it Turbo. So he did go for, like, the, here's the story. (laughs) Uh, Next, the moving mole. An elderly woman came to see New York dermatologist Josh Zeichner. Uh, She had noticed a moving, shape-changing mole on her skin. That's bad news. Traveling moles are one of the most obvious signs of skin cancer. But upon closer inspection, Zeichner noted the woman... uh, didn't have cancer. The mole was actually a tick that had somehow burrowed under the woman's skin. Uh, we suppose that's still better than a cancer diagnosis. Man, but ticks are fucking creepy, it's man. It's actually moving around under your skin. Yeah. Could have still gave her Lyme disease, possibly. Yeah. Uh, number four, stomach problems. During a 2014 trip to Bali, uh, Australian, Dil- uh, Australian Dylan Maxwell noticed a strange problem. A red line started stretching its way up towards his chest from an appendix scar on his stomach. Maxwell visited a hospital where the doctors assumed he'd been bit by some bug. They gave him antihistamines uh, for the allergic reaction and sent him on his way. But when the drugs didn't work, Maxwell returned to the hospital. The doctors determined that uh, he had been indeed... Uh, been bitten by a bug. A spider had managed to enter Maxwell's body through his scar and was now crawling around under his skin. The worst part may be that Maxwell had to fly back to Australia before anyone could remove the spider. You'd think if you just like pressed down hard enough, you'd at least kill it, maybe. You'd still want it removed, though. Yeah, but I don't know. You just wouldn't think it'd be able to survive that well in there. But Uh, Number five, scratching in her skull. Uh, You've probably heard of people finding roaches in their ears. This one's much worse. In 2017, an Indian woman went to see a doctor because of a burning, crawling sensation inside her head. Most people would probably think the woman had gone a bit loopy, but the doctors ran proper tests on her. They discovered a living cockroach inside her skull. Apparently, the pest had crawled into the woman's nostril and squirmed its way into her head. And the best part, the doctors noted that the cockroach didn't want to come out. I mean, you would think... She would even if she was sleeping. You would think she would feel it like going a, a nostril. I mean, unless it's just like a really tiny one. Yeah, maybe it was tiny when it went in. I know bugs are stupid, but that stupid to crawl into a living thing's brain, like into its skull, yeah. like you, you probably won't survive that. I mean, well, you did. But. Yeah, it did. <laughs> uh, number six, always on his mind. Uh, In 2010, a 50-year-old Chinese man checked into a UK hospital complaining about severe headaches, uh, detecting weird smells, and having bizarre memory flashbacks. The doctors gave him him an MRI scan and noticed an abnormality, but couldn't do much about it. The man's strange symptoms continued over the next four years. Only then did doctors finally discover the problem. There was a worm in his brain. They pulled out a living, rare tapeworm out of the man's skull. Uh, all the bizarre symptoms he experienced were caused by worm, the worm triggering different areas of his brain as it crawled around. I mean, it must have eaten some of his brain, right? Or something in there. I don't know, but it is crazy that it could, like, do all these things, make him feel all these different, like, weird sensations, you know? 
Yeah, kind of making the synapses fire or whatever. You know, I never watched a lot of like Law and Order, but I do remember I saw an episode of like the SVU one, the sex crimes one, you know? And like apparently this was somewhat based on a true story. But like this woman, she got like caught having sex with like an underage kid or whatever. But they found out like she had a tumor in her brain and it was like pressing on a part of her brain that like, and then like once they removed the tumor, like she didn't have like those urges or whatever, you know? So like, that's an interesting case because it's like, should that person be guilty? Like, how how do you know like how much was caused by the tumor, you know? That's a tough one because I've seen like uh, my friend, his grandfather had dementia and uh, he would... He was totally, he was a good, upstanding, great person before he had, uh, you know, this, I think he had like a, a seizure or something. Oh, okay. Or his his uh, symptoms came on strong at some point. And uh, he started like, you know, acting completely different. You know, oh, I'm being attacked. They're chasing me. We have to go there, this and that. And like, he would end up like molesting his granddaughter. Oh, who was an geez. adult. But right. still, you know, like he would touch her in appropriate ways and she would let him know, Hey, no. And she'd have to talk to him like he's a child because he didn't know any better. Like he was just lost and confused as to everything going on. Like he was, just, no, no, that's not what we're doing. Blah, blah. Like there's just, I don't know. I think, uh, it, it definitely has a, yeah. Mental health, you know, dementia, Alzheimer's, that kind of stuff can really mess up a person. Well, you know, and even like the, the Chris Benoit murders, like, when they f- examine his brain, they're like, oh, yeah, he had so much CTE that he basically had the brain of, like, you know, an 80-year dementia yeah. guy. And so it's like, it's one of those things where you're like, you'll never know. It's like, well, like, maybe it was solely brought on by that, or maybe he was a monster and nobody really knew, you know? Yeah. It's one of those things was like, it's a- almost impossible to know. And, you know, that reminds me of uh, NFL, too, football, where you see a lot of cases of CTE and... You know, there are a lot of tragic cases that come out of that. Like Lots of, like, suicides, right? Yeah, yeah absolutely. So, Man, I remember this match where Benoit got, you know, his signature move of going on the top rope and, like, swan diving onto people. Right. Like, someone pulled out a ring bell. It, yeah. And he swan dived head first into that ring bell, and it rang. So, you know he fucking hit that thing. Yeah, that was one of those matches he had with Kevin Sullivan. And, like, they had a bunch of, like, like brutal really matches. brutal matches. But, yeah, I remember that spot you're talking about. And you're... You, d- you didn't really, I didn't really think about it at the time, but yeah, the fact is the bell actually rang, like, it, like he, he had to he, have he rung his bell, too. Yeah, he got some brain damage. <laughs> okay. Yeah, the, you could have that much that they say you're like an 80-year-old dementia patient. That's, uh... Yeah. I, yeah, it's... You just ruined yourself. It's sad, too, and, like, you figure with, like, well, I guess football is, you probably... They say sometimes it's not it's not even necessarily about getting a bunch of like bad concussions. Like football players a lot of times they'll get a bunch of like small ones, yeah. you know, that are just like, you know, the you know, what people back in the day were like, Oh, I just got my bell rung or whatever was well, like, Yeah, that's a minor concussion. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And you get enough of those and yeah, apparently fucks you up. Okay, one more of these, and this one might be the most creepy. Um I've got a brother in me. Um Sanju Bhagat from India had always been built uh, weirdly. His stomach was strangely bulbous, but he never gave it much thought. In 1999, his stomach hardened and began, he began have, having trouble breathing. At a hospital, the doctors figured he had been carrying a massive stomach tumor all his life and decided to remove it. But when they cut Bhagat open, they didn't find a tumor. They discovered bones, half-formed limbs, 
Hair, jaws, and deformed genitalia. The doctors pulled uh, Bagat's sibling out of his stomach. As a fetus in his mother's womb, Bagat had absorbed his twin, who had continued to develop inside his stomach. And the twin was technically still alive when the doctors removed it. I mean, I've heard of like twins absor- absorbing, but I've never heard of that. I, I heard of somebody who had something like that they thought was a tumor, but it actually like was someone who was randomly like started growing a fetus in their body. So it's kind of similar, but not quite. But yeah, weird that shit happens. Man, it was technically still alive. That's what it said. What does that mean? Yeah, I wonder that too. Like, did it have a heartbeat? How, how fucked up would it be like if it had a brain? Yeah, that would be... Then you got, like, ethical questions. <laughs> but, you know... What I'm if so, that was, like, your whole life? <laughs> but, you know, wouldn't you think, like, even if it wasn't causing you problems, if you had, like, this weird, like, distended stomach... Like, I mean, if you've lived with it your whole life, I don't but, know. Wouldn't you think at some point you'd be like, eh, let's go to the doctor and just see if this is a thing? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. How 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 old is this guy? It doesn't say, but I mean, he's an adult probably. Yeah, sounds like he was an adult. Dang, nobody bothered to check that <laughs> out. <laughs> Bro is like the ultimate. Well, don't worry about it. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's like, did he ever go to the doctor as a kid and and you know? He wasn't like, hey, Doc, does this look like something? <laughs> or like, you know, his parents or something. Like, I know we're in here for him to get like his shots or whatever, but uh, does this look weird? <laughs> <laughs> I got this like almost other person, like sized body. <laughs> like, like Quaid in uh, that Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. <laughs> what was that movie? Total Recall? Total Recall, yeah. We goes to Mars. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know this is like a classic movie, and I think I've seen scenes out of it, but I've never actually seen the whole movie. I just recently watched it. It's actually not bad. It's, I mean, it's 90s as hell. But <laughs> he pulls that giant thing out of his nose. Yeah. <laughs> they put a thing in your brain, and he's just like, he has that thing to pull it out or whatever. Mm. That movie's wild. <laughs> it's got mutants in it and stuff. Oh, yeah, there's a chick. That's the movie with the chick has three titties. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think those were some of the first movie titties I saw. <laughs> I just recently saw them for the first time. You were, you were spoiled the first time. <laughs> You're like, these aren't three titties. Yeah. Two titties. I don't want this kind of... Unrealistic body expectations <laughs> yeah. for women. Uh, what that third titty? I mean, there are people with like superfluous like nipples and things yeah. like that. It's not the same though. <laughs> <laughs> I think there m- might be people with like uh, three boobs in real life, but I, I I've heard of like people who have like armpit boobs, like apparently oh, fat that's... forms in like the wrong place, and like it even gets like lack. Oh, oh, that's a fetish for you. <laughs> so like Open person, up that arm, baby. A person could essentially have like four boobs. I want those long ones, but like it's like a cat. It's just like all the way down. <laughs> <laughs> Man, can you imagine the fetish porn videos there'd be if those women existed? Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> I read a science fiction book where, like, some dude had, like, a hundred penises grafted on his <laughs> I was like, this is a, 
this is somebody with some imagination right here. <laughs> I mean, as we talked about on the show, there are women that have two vaginas in the world. Two. That's, that's a thing. What are you going to do with 100 penises? <laughs> I mean, he's clearly got one line of job lined up for him. Like, he's going to be in porn. That's it. And are they all functional? <laughs> yeah, right? They're not, I, I believe there be. was some line where he was complaining that he was never able to keep them all hard at the same time. Uh, <laughs> you would need, like, a blood reserve or yeah. something. <laughs> got to get that blood pressure up. <laughs> I just see him, like... You know, passing out. <laughs> he's trying to keep all of them hard, but it's it's like playing that. It's like one goes. Imagine just having like twenty people grinding on you. <laughs> That'd be like a hallucination. It'd just be so weird. <laughs> like a petri dish. <laughs> Well, should we wrap this bad boy up? That's a good place. I have no idea how I'm going to edit this episode. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, if you uh, uh, stuck with us this long, thank you very much. Um, If you will, please subscribe to the YouTube channel uh, and uh, in audio form on your podcast service of choice. Give us thumbs up, uh, comments, uh, positive reviews. You can send us in questions. Um, Yeah. and come over and bother us on Twitter. Uh, guys, where can people find you on the Twitter? At a name for this too, and that's number two. At unsolicited S-U-G. And you can, of course, find me at Zach Jones Live. That's Z-A-C-H-J-O-N-E-S-L-I-V-E. And that is going to do it for all of our shenanigans in Poppycock this week. Please, please, please tune in again next week. Bye, guys. Take care. Have a good one.